Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm Yatende, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yatende, ready to start our major spotlight this week? Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited because this, I get to talk about a profession that I love today, so... Awesome. So we're going to talk a little bit about nursing today and just give some quick tips. We want to start to get a little more technical in these next few weeks. And, you know, as right now you're all settled um, in your classes, hopefully by this time, unless you're in the quarter system, you're probably just barely settling in. But if you're in the semester system, you're probably pretty settled. And we just kind of wanted to give you some things to think about because before you know it, November will come and registration will be here and you got to register for your next semester and you're like, oh my gosh, what do I want to do? So mm-hmm. today we're going to talk about nursing. You know, Yatende, you help a lot of with, with our nursing students. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let you begin on this one. Okay. Yeah, I, you know, I love this profession only because I think it's one of the, even though it's a popular profession, a lot of people know about it, but I don't think quite a lot of people know um, the benefits of uh, studying a major like this at the community college. And that's what I really want to highlight. So the one thing I want to definitely say is that if you are thinking about going to any kind of health profession, any sort of allied health profession, especially. So when I say allied health, I'm talking about nursing, respiratory therapy, um, physical therapy, uh, psychiatric tech. Basically, careers where they're healthcare careers, but they're not doctors. Well, one of the things that I definitely want to highlight is that if you're thinking about a major such as nursing, you want to be sure to get a very clear idea of what the prerequisite courses are going to be. Typically, with nursing, I've ne- you know every single nursing program and pretty much every state I've come across requires at least a semester of anatomy, right? A, a, an anatomy course with a, with a uh, lab, a physiology course, a microbiology course, and very often those courses have prerequisites, right? So you'll have at least a semester of chemistry, a semester of general biology, English, psychology, sociology. Um, those courses can vary a little bit, but those are pretty much the standards, right? So anatomy, physiology, microbiology, those are the standard science courses. And then there's a mix of what we call fixed courses that can be anything from general psychology to um, developmental psychology, a semester of comp- English composition, a semester of sociology or anthropology, and a semester of public speaking or interpersonal speaking. So again, those four or five can kind of vary from college to college, campus to campus. So you definitely want to check in with someone that works at that campus or at that program to see what that specific program accepts. But the three core sciences that I mentioned, those don't change. Those are the same everywhere you go. Absolutely. And one of the things sometimes I see students do is they'll see the anatomy and physiology just one semester. Mm. And it's only one semester. It doesn't continue to the full year. And is that okay for a student to take? No. So part of the licensing requirements from states is that students take a course, a full course in anatomy, full course in physiology. Now that can appear in two ways. It could be a full semester that's just anatomy with lab, and then you pass that, you've got to pass that, and then you take a full semester of physio, just physio with lab, 
right? And it's a whole year. Some schools will break both of those down into halves. So you'll have anatomy and physiology, right? In one semester together with lab. And you'll have another semester, anatomy and physio with lab. So if you go to a college that does break down the two into into two semesters, you've got to take both semesters to be considered meeting nursing prerequisites. Exactly. Do you have any prerequisites sometimes going into the anatomy or physio? Yeah. So sometimes you'll find that there are chemistry prerequisites, um, usually like a, a entry level chemistry, right? Like a first semester chemistry course, um, and usually some sort of like applied chemistry. And then at some schools, you will find that there are um, a human human biology, like a general biology prerequisite to get into anatomy and physio. Now, I say sometimes because there are some schools that do not require any prerequisites for those classes. You can just take anatomy and physio and take two semesters and be done. So you want to really do your research. Um, I say meet with a counselor at the co- colleges you're considering and, and have an SCP done just so you can kind of see what the layout would be of how many terms you're looking at. So here's what I would say. If you live close to a couple of colleges that offer nursing programs, I would look at each college and take and consider each of them seriously as, as, as possible cl- places you would do your program. And then I would look at how they sequence their prerequisites. So if they have a two semester sequence for you to finish anatomy physio, very often in those colleges, they don't have any sort of prereq. So if you know you struggle with chemistry, right? Or you struggle um, with math skills, which chemistry depends on, then you might be better off going to a college that has a two semester anatomy physio combined class because you will not need chemistry in that type of setting. And that means that if you are able to, you know, get through those classes, do well in them, you have a better chance of getting a really good GPA because you didn't take a class that you were struggling in, right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then depending on the school that you're applying to for nursing, right, they might have the chemistry though, right? Yeah, yeah. Now that's typically, and that can vary too. That typically is if you're applying to four-year programs. So in the four-year university, especially if you are in California and you are going to a CSU, they will definitely be requiring some sort of semester of chemistry. Now, here's what I say. You want to be prepared for every program out there. And sometimes the easiest route is not the best route. So that means just because you get to skip chemistry to take anatomy physio, that does not mean that's better. Why? Because there's a reason why those other schools are asking for that class, right? There's a reason why chemistry is a prereq. And that's because... A lot of the courses you're going to take when you finally do get into the nursing uh, program depend on the content in those classes. So it might look, you know, the course sequence might look harder, but it probably gives you much better preparation. And that's actually factually and statistically true as well. So the students who are coming into anatomy, physio, and coming into nursing programs where they took some chemistry and they took, you know, um, human bio beforehand, those students tend to do better. And I can actually tell you that I talk to nursing students who are in programs now, today, who will tell me that they're so glad they took the full semester of anatomy and had to do chem first, or they took the full semester of physio and had to do chem first because it really helped them when they were preparing for their T's test, or it really helped them when they were in their 
uh, in some of their uh, nursing anatomy classes because you still repeat some of those classes later on, but it's just with a nursing focus. And then you said a co- something earlier, right? SCP, so student educational plan. Just wanted to find that for our listeners. And then you said a tease test. Hold on. So you're saying that I have to do, okay, anatomy, physio, typically microbiology. And then what about this tease test? What's that all about? Great question. Thank you. Thank you for slowing me down because I, <laughs> I, t- <laughs> I talk like, you know, everyone knows what I'm saying. But let me give you like a full picture of what a, a potential nursing student would do right so it starts out with doing your prerequisites which are the courses that i mentioned right then you have to apply to the program now the application process is the courses you took the prerequisites you took right so looking at the grades but also a test called the t's that's t-e-a-s t's and that test will test your skills in the core sciences that you took. So there's going to be a little bit of anatomy in there, a little bit of physio, a little bit of uh, elementary algebra in there, um, basic bio, right? It's a combination of the skills you would have needed or you would have gained and learned, hopefully, from the prerequisite courses you took. In a lot of schools, this one test score accounts for about 40% of being admitted into the program. The remaining 60% comes from your grades. Right. So this test can make or break you. So a lot of students will take a semester just to prepare for this test. There are a lot of prep programs out there. A lot of universities will even offer some free prep programs. So you might want to look into your local universities that offer nursing programs and see if they have any T's prep. Most do. That's really good stuff to know. And when do you know, typically, you know, for transferring, if I'm applying somewhere else, I usually have to finish everything, my prerequisites, by by spring. Is that true also for nursing? Well, so you want to finish your prerequisites. Um, they have to be completely done before you can apply to a program. So that, can, that would depend on when you want to start the program. So if you are wanting to start a program that has a spring start date, ideally you want to be finishing your prerequisites by summer. Mm-hmm. And maybe even a year ahead, so maybe the spring before. If you are looking to have a fall application time, the start time for your um, your nursing program, then you can finish the end of the fall, the previous fall. So basically, rule of thumb is you want to finish your pro your prerequisites at least a year ahead of when you're applying. Yeah, I got you. And then for like, if I'm applying to the the CSUs, typically I know it's a nursing. Uh, where they host a lot of nursing programs. A couple of the UCs do too, so always good to check into that. But um, if you are, we apply by November 30th. So do I have to have them done by November 30th or will I have another application? Right, so so you've done your prerequisites, you've done your T's, you're doing your applications. So most schools require not only a school application to get into the school, you also have to have a program application to get into the nursing program. That will have its own deadlines, right? So you not only want to pay attention to the application deadline of the school, right? So it, let's say in this example, you're going to a CSU that has a nursing uh, program and you're applying to their nursing program. You would apply to that CSU by November 30, and then you would want to turn in all your nursing application documentation 
by the deadline for that program. And that can vary. So I can't give you a date, right? So it could be anywhere from December of that year, of that same year, all the way to the following spring before you start the program, right? So it could range somewhere in there. Um, but yes, you want to pay attention to not only the school's deadlines, but the program's deadlines. And the other thing too, is that when you're ready to start this process of applying, you've done your T's, you're ready to start applying. Most programs will either require or at least recommend you attend an info session. And I cannot tell you how valuable these are, right? Because it tell it, many will walk you through the application itself. Many will give you tours of their clinic, right? I know some schools will give you tours of their site and their facilities. Um, a lot of them will have students, at their current students attend those info sessions and tell you what the program is like. That is, in, that is priceless information, right? Priceless information. Um, they'll also talk about job opportunities and helping you get placement after, if that's something the school does, not every school does. Um, a lot of the info programs will also tell you about licensure. So how, you know, you finish your program, how do you get your license as a nurse? Those are all really important too. So if you do go to a pro, if you're interested in a program, make sure you attend the info session that they offer. Um, I've never come across one that doesn't offer some sort of info session. So look out for the dates and make sure you attend. Great, and I appreciate all the information you you gave. And what would be your your one thing for, for our audience out there? Mm -hmm. So the one thing I would say is that if, especially if you are in California and you're applying to a nursing program in California, remember that they are all extremely impacted. So what you wanna consider, apply to as many programs as you can and a mix of different types of programs. So apply to an LVNRN program. So that's licensed vocational nurse to, to, to registered nurse program. Apply to CSU programs, apply to private schools, apply to community colleges, right? So have a good mix in there so that if you don't get into a program, you've got some sort of back. Great advice. And, and I appreciate you playing the counselor today. So thank you. <laughs> Hopefully I wasn't too bad as a student. No, you're great. Good questions. <laughs> and, so, and so my one thing for y'all out there is you can never start too early and work really hard. Unfortunately, I do see, and you know, you tend to tell me if I'm wrong, but that GPA sometimes is really key for nursing. And I don't want to put that pressure for my students, but I just like always to be real with them and let them know that it is very competitive. Mm -hmm. So is that something also that you think yeah, I, we should let students know about? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, just, just so you know, um, many programs either use some sort of point system, right, where they rank you, or they just do a straight GPA, right? So that means they just look at grades and nothing else. Some schools will give you some sort of criterion, right? So they'll look at job experience. They'll look at, you know, grades. They'll look at military. They'll look at life experience. Um, they'll look at if you're already working as some sort of nursing assistant or something like that. Um, but your grades, like I said, are 60, are, are often anywhere from 50 to 60% of just getting in. So it's cru cru it's crucial. Great. Thanks, Yitende, again, for filling that piece in. Again, listeners, if you're thinking about nursing, it's never too early to start looking at the programs, looking at all the informational resources they have out there. 
And for listeners out there, please remember this podcast is for educational purposes only. Please always consult with your counselor um, if you have more questions or to make sure you're getting those requirements correct. All right. So please also rate, review, and subscribe. We hope you enjoyed this episode for kind of a major spotlight. We're going to think we're going to keep doing some of these to kind of bring out. I know I've had some students that told me they were interested into learning more about different majors. So we hope this is helpful. And Yutunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they could find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.